0: Hi, welcome to the And Grace Fill's podcast. My name is Andrea Grace Fillmore. Um, Today's episode, I will be eating nachos live on the air. Just kidding. Though nachos are always good. Today I want to talk about um, kind of a confusing topic to most people, but really as the title kind of alludes to, I want to talk about what does it mean to be a strong woman? Um. Now, before we get into that, I just want to say, like, I don't want to confuse this with being bold or assertive or, um, you know, having tenacity in your day to day life. I believe that there's so much more to being um, a strong woman that a lot of times culture, just because of personality type, doesn't know what else to say. And being strong and resilient is not really a personality type. Um, There are many strong women who are not in your face and outspoken. And so I don't want to get into all of that type of thing. Um, You know, and in the same vein, I believe that a lot of women suffer or believe the lie that they're either too much or not enough. And I don't really want to get into all that. That's something maybe we'll tackle in another episode but for today, let's talk about what really is a strong woman. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you enjoy. So really, let's jump in with this idea that I'm a strong, independent woman who don't need no man, right? Because that's what culture says. That's that phrase that we've heard. And I think, there's, I think that maybe started from a good place. I don't know. I didn't Google that phrase, but really being an independent woman doesn't mean you don't need other people around you and I think we see um, these people that are super just outgoing and assertive again and we put them on this pedestal like they're so strong but really like I don't know of any women in my life that aren't strong but I know of several who aren't bold or sassy or assertive or you know, in your face. Um, I tend to be one of the more, uh, I'm going to speak my mind types. And I'm not really ashamed of sharing my opinion. But that doesn't mean that I don't need other people around, you know, men and women are equal, but different. And we can't respect one another until we recognize in a healthy way what those differences are. Um, And that's true of me and the women in my life, like I can't, Be healthy if I can't respect and honor and love them. We don't need to put a role of a man in a box and say, I need somebody to lift this box and put gas in my car, you know, whatever. That's not healthy and that belittles any man's purpose in my life. If I allow a man to serve me in those ways, that's great. If we have a relationship where we want to serve one another, even if we're just friends, I mean, that's not even necessarily. Um, relationally, like in a romantic sense. You know, and women, I think, hate misogyny, but we allow this type of thinking to perpetuate what is feminism. And I just don't think that's okay. I don't think that we can say, I don't need no man except for when we do. Um, So I think it's a really healthier idea to say, yeah, we do need men and we need other women. And so being a strong woman doesn't mean that you belittle the people around you Um, Regardless of if they are men or women in your life, we need each other and no one really is an island to themselves, even when they try to be. Now, with all that being said, I want to say just a little or share a little piece about feminism. Now, by definition, feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of equality of the sexes. Now, this term has kind of been twisted up into something that it was never created to be. Um, I, I don't believe, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a feminist, but because I think it's so misconstrued today, the meaning of that word, um, and I don't think that I can stand up for women's rights if I won't also stand up for the rights of men. The basis of feminism really, by definition, says that we're equal, but we're different but we desire to be treated in a way that equality is important despite difference. And the problem is we've confused equality with being the same, but we're fundamentally different. We're wired differently and we can't deny that fact. And I love Matt Chandler says it this way, distinction is not inequality. So being different does not bring inequality. Inequality is something that we tend to use I think sometimes as um, or difference we get we get those so confused and it really turns the corner on the argument of you know I want equality well yeah but what do you mean by that that's the point that I think a lot of times we need to really clarify when we're saying you know Feminism, because now feminism can mean a hundred different things to a hundred different people, and so I don't really even like to use that term because it can be so misconstrued, and people can can just really make it fit whatever they want. And again, the basis of that is saying we're equal, but we're different, but we desire to be treated in a way where equality is important, despite the differences. Now, again, I want to say what a strong woman is not, I think this kind of helps bring, bring all of these ideas kind of together again. So being a strong woman is definitely not proving. And that could mean a lot of things. So being a strong woman would not mean that I have to prove that I'm the strongest. Because you guys have all heard or maybe you've heard the uh, those anecdotes. Like if you have to tell people you're cool, you're not cool. If you have to tell people you're a rock star, you're probably not a rock star. That kind of thing. If I have to prove to you that I, how strong I am and how cool I am and that I am better than you, I'm probably not that strong. There's probably something that I'm overcompensating for. So being a strong woman is definitely not anything. It has nothing to do with proving that I'm the strongest. On the other side of that coin, I want to say that being a strong woman is not proving um, your worth. Like your worth is not, and, and I used to be so caught up in this, like proving your strength and your value. Again, those two terms I think we kind of get confused proving that you're strong doesn't mean that you're better than everyone else but a lot of times we prove to show value to show worth and maybe if I prove this to people they're going to think that oh I'm I'm worthy of taking note of or being your friend or going on on a date with or whatever you can fill in the blank but I know that I can't be at my healthiest or my strongest when I am trying to consistently be better than everyone else because what that does is it brings comparison into the issue. And when you're comparing, you're competing. And competition automatically takes your eyes off of being the best you that you can be and you're trying to be better than everyone else. And that robs you of the glory of God that is within you for Him. You know, the Bible says that God has treasures hidden within us for Himself. And so it's it's just devaluing what God has put in you and on your life when you're trying to always be better than someone else. And I heard it said this way once, and it stuck with me forever. It said something to the effect of, you know, I'm not trying to be the best. I just want to be my personal best. And I think that is what a strong woman can do. She can look into the culture and the society and that spirit of competition or the idea of competition that I have to be better, I have to be better, I have to be better and turn it into I'm going to be my personal best because when I'm at my best, not only do I feel great about who I am, but I bring glory to God because I am doing everything I can to be the best person I can be with what God's given me and what I have in my life for where I'm at right now. Another thing that I want to say, a strong woman is not. A strong woman is not perfect, and that is huge. None of us are going to be perfect. Nobody wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, yeah, I'm just right today. I'm just everything I need to be. There's always something that's nagging at us, and I think perfection is unattainable, and we know that, but I want to make a point to say that a strong woman is not invincible. And somehow we've gotten this idea that to be strong, you have to shut up and chin up and just charge ahead. And I think it takes more than strength to look at hard things in life, square in the eye, take them head on, than it does to just grit your teeth and bear it. A long time ago, I was taught from someone I respected, never let them see sweat. And I think they meant well. But what it meant for me was, well, I have to hold it all together on the outside and never let anyone see what's happening, never share my struggle, no one can know what's going on. And that really ruined me because I wasn't living in community. That's God's design. And so because I wasn't bringing people in, I wasn't strong. I was the weakest point because I couldn't carry that, whatever it was that I was going through. I couldn't carry it alone, but I had no one to shoulder that burden with. And so I had this idea that, oh, a strong woman is just chin up, buttercup, you know, and it's it's such a lie. Because when you isolate yourself, you become weak. There's no one that can speak into you, and I am so guilty of this. That's one thing that I tend to do. If I can't figure things out, I isolate, I withdraw, and I try and just go into my mad scientist brain and try and piece together a solution. But what we should be doing including me, is bringing people into these situations and saying, look, I'm strong, but I maybe I'm not strong enough for this. Can you walk with me? Can you carry this with me? Can you, you know, be my support? And that is the design. Um, That's how that we should be living life. And that makes us stronger. Asking for help is not weakness. Asking for help brings strength when you need it. So healthy and strong are synonymous. You cannot be perfect, but you can be healthy. And you can't really be strong if you're not healthy. If you are strong and you don't live that healthy lifestyle, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, your strength is not going to last at some point, it will run out your body or your emotions or your mind or your spirit, they will fail, you have to cultivate a healthy lifestyle to remain strong. And the culture around us often is saying that strong means I don't need anyone else, but I need to be like everyone else or I like I need to be better than everyone else. And that's just flawed thinking. So we've talked a little bit about what a strong woman isn't. We've talked about feminism. We've talked about the man versus woman conundrum, what that means. So now let's talk what a strong woman is. I believe that a strong woman lives from or seeks to live from a place of understanding that she is fully loved and fully accepted. Again, this is something we seek out. It's not something we wake up with. And the closest comparison I have to this is family. And I know that not everyone's family is perfect. My family is by far not perfect. We've had a lot of struggle, a lot of heartache, and a lot of um, just healing. But I know that I am fully accepted, fully loved, even when I'm fully annoying, which is never. But just to say if I was... I would know that I'm fully accepted and fully loved. Now, I have to seek to remind myself of that. It's work. It's work to remind myself that I am fully accepted by God in my worst state and in my best. And I am fully loved by God in my worst state and in my best. And that takes work. That takes every day reminding myself of who God says I am instead of who I think I am or what I feel like. Now I say also a strong woman seeks to live from a place of identity in God rather than trying to seek out or prove her worth by her actions or achievements. So I have to seek to live. That means I have to work hard to remind myself every day that my identity is in God instead of trying to make it happen on my own, trying to prove my worth by my actions or my achievements. And that is hard work. Again, it's a daily activity, reminding myself of who God says I am, what he says is mine, because he said so. Not because of anything I've done, not because of anything I haven't done, and not because of anything that I could ever do. And my identity in God, my love Uh, The love that God has for me, the identity, the exception is, I'm fully accepted because of his love, no matter what. There's nothing that I can do to make God love me less or more. He loves me with all that he is, and it's my job to make my human self get that. With his help, by the grace of God, we can live fully accepted and fully loved from that identity that he says that we have. I, th- I, say, I would say also a strong woman acknowledges her worth in light of heaven, choosing her as a recipient of grace and adoration. My worth does not come from what I do or who I am or what I accomplish. As hard as that is for me to wrap my brain around, Okay, I have to constantly remind myself of that, that it's not proving, it's not doing more, going further, okay, I have been chosen as a recipient of grace and a recipient of God's adoration, and it's nothing that I can do. Again, because when I wake up in the morning, I don't know about you, but maybe my curly head sister's can feel me on this. My hair looks like a matted bird nest. And that is not an exaggeration. That is the actual truth of my morning. I go to bed with curly hair, I wake up bird's nest. That's the real life. I don't feel in that moment when I wake up, flip on the bathroom light and see that mess on my head. I don't feel like I'm Chosen by heaven as a recipient of grace and adoration. I don't feel like fully accepted and fully loved, but you know what? I am. And I have to train myself to understand that no matter what, no matter what I achieve or how little I achieve or how bad I mess up or how good that I am, I am a recipient of grace and adoration because God says end of story so I am strong because I'm working to understand that I'm fully accepted in love a strong woman seeks to live from a place of identity in God rather than trying to prove her worth by her actions or achievements and a strong woman acknowledges her, light, her worth in light of heaven choosing her as a recipient of grace and adoration now so what I want to end with is a reminder that none of this happens or remains on accident, nor does it happen easily. Strength is built through a process of pain, resistance, and growth. And so whether that's physically or spiritually or emotionally, if you never had any emotional pain, you would never grow emotionally strong. If you never had any physical resistance, you would never grow physically stronger. So strong woman is strong because she's gaining new strength by working those things out in her life. We have to wrestle with the fact that, man, I don't understand how to be fully accepted in love. I don't understand my identity. I don't understand how God could choose me to be adored by heaven I don't get that and it's wrestling with these things it's wrestling with the hard questions of faith and life and friendship and community and everything in between it's through wrestling with those things that we become strong and a strong woman is always gaining new strength and it's a process it is never an achievement A strong woman ceases to be strong when she ceases to gain new strength. So I want to encourage you, whatever battle you're fighting, whether it be trivial, whether it be monumental, whether it be heavy or light, I just want to encourage you, wrestle with that knowing that that resistance is going to bring strength. It's going to bring strength. Growth. It can bring fruit in your life. It's not a futile effort. It's not stupid thing that you shouldn't have to deal with. It's all these trials that we walk through can really make us stronger. Cue the Cl- Kelly Clarkson song, right? Is that Kelly Clarkson? What doesn't Kelly you makes you stronger? I don't know. I don't listen to Kelly Clarkson. But in conclusion, don't worry about everybody else. Don't worry about the feminism. Don't worry about all this nonsense, about proving yourself, being perfect, trying to be better than everybody else. Just go be the best you that you know how to be and embrace those things that you wrestle with because from that you will gain new strength. So thank you so much for listening to the And Graceville's podcast. That is also my name. I keep saying my name so you get the joke at the beginning of the episodes. I really appreciate you listening to my opinions and views on things that I think are important. I really wish that I had time to just sit down and have these one-on-one conversations with each and every one of you listening, but I can't because I have to have a regular job. So, if you have any questions or input or feedback or ideas about what we should talk about, um, feel free to email me uh, at andgracefills at gmail.com. I invite you to check out my Facebook page. You can find me on social media platforms at andgracefills. Um, And in the meantime, feel free to swing by the blog if you're bored. That can be found at ferociousdre.wordpress.com. And again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you go and punch today in the face.